And who am I? That's not a secret I'll never tell. You know you love me. XOXO. Who the f***? is Gossip Girl. This is a weekly podcast where two Gossip Girl fans, Kate and Annie, make one fool who's never seen Gossip Girl, that's me, Gav, watch the entire thing. Episode 6 is The Handmaiden's Tale, which features the social event of the season. Again. We spent a bit too long debating on whether or not couscous is good party food. It's not, by the way. And Annie tells us about sneaking into a music festival. Kay also does a very good cartoon snore at one point, so listen out for that. Episode 6, The Handmaiden's Tale. And <laughs> another event of the season. <laughs> this time, it's a ball. But also a Moroccan-themed party. <laughs> for the grown-ups. Like, what the fuck? Actually, I've... I think this might be my favourite episode of the series. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, wasn't that fond of 4 and 5? Oh. But this I one, was... I thought, was brilliant. Um, there's a lot of good stuff going on, uh, mostly. Uh... <laughs> oh, do you know what? I know why this is. It's because this is the point at which it got picked up. Is it? Yeah, so then they were like, brilliant, we can bring in some more characters, we can have some backstory, everything true? can make a bit more sense, yeah. Oh, oh my God! So. Is this one or one of the last two we did so it's like just got picked up right so if people are actually watching it and people are into it and stuff like that yeah so they knew uh, it was going to carry on that kind of makes interesting. sense um, well it started off with the best line in the whole thing so yeah. far when Gossip Girls uh, is summing up what happened and says <laughs> Dan and Serena were seen macking in the meat packing district <laughs> I like how no the- macking in the meat packing yeah you, this is the first episode that we actually watched together. Um, oh my god! We want to do a couple, so and you actually got up and rewound it. It's classic. And then Macking it's, in the meat packing. And then it showed like a like a little still from the actual Gossip Girl site. Yeah. And that was the headline. Well, that's the thing. The Gossip Girl site was a massive thing in this episode, and I feel like it looked different before. Mm. I feel like before it was like a shitty looking blog, whereas now it actually looks like a proper website. Well, like it's actually designed. The show and got stuff, picked yeah. up. Budget. Yeah. So much money. So much money. And it's actually like one of the first times for a while they've actually been on this website. And mm. I, I thought that would be more. I thought yeah. they'd be on it more and like referring to it more. Like Dan's on it. Yeah. Um, like he even does like his really stupid Dan face as well when he walks over to it. He's just kind of like going, oh God, I can't believe I'm on Gossip Girl. It's just like, well, there's a massive picture of Serena on the website. So you would be. And it was also open on your computer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I really liked... Uh, I really want to gif out Blair's eyebrows. With... <laughs> the waggle. <laughs> <laughs> She's like basically outlining her entire plan, which is to do this like really shitty uh, uh, scavenger hunt um, to have, for them to have sex for the first time. And then she she's like, and what's at the end of the... and Serena's like, what's at the end of the scavenger hunt? And Blair just does like weird eyebrows for about <laughs> ten minutes. <laughs> um, also, it means that Blair's standing still at the party for the whole yeah, night. She yeah, she just didn't move. That is that's so boring. I also I I felt like this is the one of the first times I was like that party actually looks pretty cool. Mm. Um, out of all the stuff they've done, out of all the. <laughs> the event of the seasons that they've had so far, which is, by my count, sixth episode, <laughs> six events of the season. Um, it felt like this one was the one I would be like, actually, that looks pretty cool. Yeah. I don't yeah. mind that. Yeah, I, I would have gone. Because it's not like all, some of their other parties have been like massive and like massive clubs where it's just like, 
huge and be like, I would hate that. I would mm. absolutely hate it. Well, this is like, it's like in two rooms, basically. Yeah. Um, I, I like both parties. I like the racist Moroccan one. I like the <laughs> mask one. But I, I would be at home in either party, <laughs> um, which I quite like. But <laughs> the vestment player's like, oh, Serena, I need you to be uh, the last clue in my scavenger hunt because I trust you and I trust Nate. It's like, what's that based on? The fact that they fucked before you had got to have sex with him. Like, yeah, based on all of that, that definitely is a real thing. Well done, Blair. You're certainly a good judge of character. <laughs> um, or when she's like, she's referring to the party as, when Serena's like, oh no, he'd never come to something that pretentious. Dan is literally one of the most pretentious he people He is in the, the most show. pretentious person in the world, I would say. Exactly. And it's just like, oh yeah, he'd never come to something so pretentious. But so you guys have kind of been teeing up the fact that this new person is coming into it. Yeah. Um, and we got to meet her, Vanessa. Ugh. What was the thing that I said on Netflix that you said not to read? I think it said, oh, it said that she she's back her oh, okay. and Dan has to choose between two girls. Right, okay. Which he doesn't really. I thought she was alright. I don't think she was Ugh. that annoying. She's like the female version of Dan. Yeah, yeah. she is the, literally the female version That's of Dan. Yeah. So it's like awful. Yeah. And when they're conversing, you're like, I don't care about this yeah. at all. I don't think either of them care about anything they're talking about. No. Um, other than the fact that she like we're introduced to her by her breaking into his house. <laughs> That's all right, is it? So what did Rufus know she was there? No, right? No, because she, she went out. So and he's like, weird. He's like, hey, Vanessa. And like, Rufus and Dan had an entire conversation before. About her, yeah. And she was, yeah, right there. It's oh, so weird. Mm. And how long had she been in there waiting? Like, their loft is like one and a half bed. I th- I feel like you'd hear it. You'd hear it, like, in yeah. the room being like, mm, sounds like you're coming from inside my house. Yeah. But also, like, the thing that like, kind of annoyed me early on by this episode even though I really liked it was Jenny seems to have forgotten that she's like super sassy now so at the end of episode 5 she has an amazing scene where she like basically absolutely mugs off Blair and Blair loves it Mm. Um, and then all of a sudden she's like acting like a slave and she's like running around and stuff like that and it's like really shitty scene as well where it's just like she's talking to the guy (laughs) the diamond guy and he's like oh don't worry I'll charge it to Blair's account (laughs) and then also bring it back when you're done. Like, Which one is it, mate? Like, is she getting it for free or has she got to bring it back? Because if you're charging it, technically she owns that now. Like, yeah. what's up with you? I think after that episode, like the last episode where she's like bossing it, I think she probably feels like she's like in with her mm. and she feels comfortable. Yeah. And then that's probably why she's like let her guard down. I think it's quite realistic that she was like that because she's not all of a sudden going to just be a badass. Like, yeah. she's yeah. a young, naive girl. Like, she's going to take... I guess that was kind of her initiation, wasn't it? Was mm. it sleepover? And See, now, now like, in. Blair, like, likes her. So I think that's, like, the progression of their Yeah, but she's still running around just literally doing her shopping. Um, yeah, but she was doing that before. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Like, she's progressed to the fact where she's she was, just like, yeah, yeah. I'm she fucking like, sassy now. I'm on your level, motherfucker. She's like, I'm drunk. Not shots you. <laughs> drunk. That's true. She needs some more gin martini. <laughs> drunk of martinis. Um... <laughs> But yeah, I think, I know you're saying about Dan and Vanessa talking. I think the point where they slag off Finn Diesel, <laughs> um, I was just like, you two, Uncle. shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, you can talk about whatever you want. <laughs> just do not slag off Finn Diesel. You don't, you haven't earned that yet, no. Dan. Um, uh, <laughs> but then they also like, because one of the th- big beefs that we had with episode five was the thing that set up at the end of episode four, which is uh, all the money being gone. Oh, yeah. Um, 
<laughs> just Nate just fucking explains it. Yeah, apparently he was moving money around. It's like, <laughs> well, yeah, that's literally what happened. But it was really strange. And then they find like a massive bag of cocaine. <laughs> like, it's gotta be like I don't know. That's quite. Grams. That's quite a lot. Yeah. It's loads. <laughs> Um, and it was in like a dictionary or something but it's just like does that mean was he buying it for himself or was he buying it to was his dad buying it for himself or was his dad buying it to sell I can't because that's quite a lot yeah it was loads was that why he was moving money around he's just buying he's like, massive buying bags of coke <laughs> literally thousands of but thousands he didn't like dollars. hide it in a book and you know that Nate wouldn't go near books so yeah. that's a good hiding spot actually. we know from other episodes that Nate hates books so he hid it in his kryptonite they set that up books. well <laughs> um, but that is like I guess for the point of it be it looking substantial we had to have this like giant bag of coke that but yeah I mean if it's just a gram it wouldn't be very it exciting it seem excessive yeah. Um, but then he's like, my favourite bit in all of this is when he phones up Blair and you guess her answer for a message. And her answer for a message is like personalised to that day. Does that mean she wakes up every single day and records a new answer for a message? <laughs> That's brilliant because she's like, he rings up and she's like, oh, sorry, uh, this is Blair. I'm t- um, too busy to answer the phone because I'm preparing for the mass ball tonight. It's like, does she do that every single morning? What happens if she's got nothing on? Does she still do it? It's like, oh, yeah, and Blair, uh, just probably going to be chilling out, going to the shops. Um, but anyway, see you later. It's the party of the season. <laughs> it's all she only the party does, of the She only season. does it for the parties of the season. Um, God, it'd be such a hassle to do that every day. I wouldn't do it. I'd just be embarrassed by how little I have going on. Yeah. Also, of like, even some, if I did have something going on, I'd feel like a bell end being like, oh, yeah, I've got this amazing thing going on today. That's why I can't come to the phone. No one does that. Yeah. I don't think anybody does that. I've never seen a TV show or a film or anything where someone does that. Also, Definitely. who leaves answer messages? Ugh. The worst mind. people in it's the world. Like, you would just mind. text someone, right? But it's 2007. It's different, though, isn't it? Even like, in 2007, but they had text. I think I'd just text. I know they do have text, but I think they, there's still like quite a, a thing, lot of calling going on. Uh, um, how much do you call your husband? I mostly text. Yeah. I feel I feel like that as well. Like I had to have like an actual convo- like a, a serious conversation with a girl recently. And I was about to text her. And I was like, shall I text her? And then I was going to call her. I was like, I think she would hate it if I called her talking about this. So I just texted her. I was like, I'm really sorry. I was going to call you, but I figured you'd like a text. And she was just like, don't ever call me about yeah. stuff like this. Like ever. I absolutely prefer, prefer a text. Please. Yeah. Um, but I think it was Because you don't know what someone's doing when you call. They could be doing anything. Sitting on my desk, looking oh. at looking at pictures of dogs. Eighty <laughs> <laughs> like percent of the time, I think that's what I'm gonna be doing. Um, Serena's mom as well is like, even though I really, really, really want to like her, she says the biggest bell end stuff when she yeah. says, uh, "At your age, you should be playing the field." <laughs> like she's meant to, like Serena's meant to be sixteen. Like she's meant to be playing the field. No mother would say that. Really, that's so weird. Um, uh, she's such a stirrer as well, Lily, isn't she? Yeah, Lily like, is a stirrer. She's but it's a... hard because I kind of feel like we're meant to be on Lily's side a little bit. And we're kind of meant to be like rooting for her and Rufus. Mm. Um, I think I'm totally on Lily's side. Yeah. Not I, for I her really and like Rufus. Her, not for her and Rufus. Dickhead. But, but I, I think she's like one of the mo- like the real characters. Mm. Like she kind of gets it. Like I think she's kind of taking the piss. I kind of completely forgot that her and Chuck's dad had a thing yeah. going on. Lance oh, yeah. Bass. I kind of forgot that they had a thing going on until this episode. Because that's the thing with Gossip Girl. They, it assumes a level of knowledge and intimacy that sometimes you're not ready for. 
and that's why I like it. That's why I like this show. <laughs> um, but so yeah, then so Dan lies to Serena because she hears uh, Vanessa in her house, in the house, and then says, "Who's that?" And says, oh, uh, it's just my sister. And then, bring <laughs> she her sister walks into the room. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm not really surprised that Dan lies like that uh, I mean a lot of the stuff that goes on in Gossip Girl is the st- kind of stuff that's like would be cleared up by one very very yeah. easy conversation mm. that unfortunately people for whatever reason decide not to have but I think I feel like that's 90% of the drama yeah. in Gossip Girl but that's the thing but we also get to see because of that we get to see her being Serena for one of the first times where she's like oh, I'm gonna go find a date and stuff and yeah she finds she, that um, looks like she's having a lot more fun dancing with that random guy than she ever has with yeah <laughs> he's a good dancer nothing wrong with that at all what was it rich boy four rich boy, rich four. boy four that's so good when uh when he's talking to, when Rufus is talking to Vanessa um about go, like going to the oh, party it's so inappropriate so insufferable um, when he's talking about like his wife and stuff like that, it's yeah. just like, just shut up. Um, and why is he so, why is Rufus so invested in Dan's love life as well? Yeah. Like, come on, mate. It's really strange. It's a bit and, embarrassing. And like when um, they're talking about like when he gets to the party and it's just like, you know, like you could be selling all your paintings to all these different people. He doesn't talk to a single person <laughs> other than Lily the entire night. And we already know from other episodes. <laughs> she can't buy any of them. Stop talking to one person who literally can't buy your paintings, you idiot. <laughs> um, but there is an amazing bit when they walk into the party and Lily goes, Is that couscous? <laughs> <laughs> couscous is this fucking like exotic food that only exists in really rich people parties about Morocco. Aww. <laughs> it's like Ainsley Harriet uh, couscous. It's like forty nine pence. <laughs> Is that couscous? Omg! <laughs> like what a shelter Love life. Me up. <laughs> also, couscous is a terrible party food. Because yeah. <laughs> you got to eat it with like a big spoon <laughs> in front of people. It's like you all like chicken satay. What do they have in Morocco that's got meat on it? I don't know. I've never been to Morocco. Neither have I. Neither have I. Um, obviously, Dan is an idiot. Him sneaking into the party was actually pretty Yeah, good. it was pretty badass. I felt like when he saw that drunk guy and he was like, oh, look, come here, blah, 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 took his name, took his mask, and then he gets in. That was actually pretty smooth. Um, what's the best thing you've ever snuck into? Have you ever snuck into anything? You must have. You snuck into Field Day. Yes. Ten years ago, though. <laughs> yeah, when you were more wily. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> How did you sneak into Field Day? Uh, well, we were there and me and my friend, we came on holiday to London. I mean, just sat in Victoria Park. And how old are you? Hang on, wait, how old were you 10 years ago? 17. Okay, fine. So you couldn't booze? No. Okay. But like these people were like trying to wedge the door, like the fence open. And then they did it. And people were like <laughs> climbing up and then it was literally like, we didn't even do anything. We were just sat next to it. And there was like, an, like people were like running in and I just ran in. Nice. Did you know about it before you went? Or you just like... Yeah, we knew the festival was going on. But like... But like we were underage, like we couldn't go. Oh. So we just... 18 to go to field day. Yeah. I guess so. Ah, alright. That makes sense. Like same, <laughs> with, right. like, same with like love box and stuff. Like yeah. it's like a 18 plus one. I didn't to be 18. But yeah. why did you walk to the fence if you didn't... Did you know? Well, we were there like to listen to the music. Oh, just outside. Oh, that's so good and pure. 
And then you just saw some people sneaking in. You were like, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it, it was a very different time. <laughs> the fences were smaller. <laughs> I always feel like that. I feel like like any festival you talk about, there's always... Like my dad used to do it all the time. He'd be like, oh, I went to Glastonbury. Didn't pay for a ticket. I'm just like, yeah, what that, mate? It's like, I feel like it's very different now. You can't yeah, just it's run really in. hard. Uh, or you actually have to like pay someone yeah, to sneak right. you in. It's pretty hard to go to Glastonbury even if you've got your own ticket because yeah. you have to have like fucking photo ID and yeah. stuff like that. Like it's a pain in the ass buying a ticket online. So I wouldn't t- just turn up. No, mm. and I also wouldn't trek all the way there Yeah, without being 100% sure I was getting Yeah, in. I don't even like going to gigs. I don't even like going outside gigs where like that I've missed getting tickets for. But I'm like, oh, I'll just get one from a tout maybe. Yeah. But I don't like doing that because you're, you're planning a lot of... You're putting a lot of stuff stake in a night yeah and then i might not actually there's happen. so many variables you can't control i would hate that yeah I would absolutely hate that but when you're 17 you got nothing to do yeah can't go true. to the pub <laughs> can't go to the pub well once you're 18 yeah i just go to the pub instead i snuck into or i climbed over the fence and got into an abandoned theme park in berlin oh that's cool yeah that's it's like the the theme park that they filmed the film hammer in um, and then got caught, I would say, maybe within about eight minutes of being inside oh. um, by a man, really German man, really German Alsatian. Oh, I was shit. like, mate, I'll just go. I'll just go. Um, I'm really, really sorry. Um, but yeah, I feel. I think the way that Dan gets in is actually pretty smooth. Uh, it's probably the best thing that he's done. In his life. In his life and will ever do. <laughs> he's peaked now. Yeah. We've got seven more series to go. <laughs> the thing about the masked ball is that I've been to a masked ball and what from what I remember about the mask they don't make you like temporarily blind <laughs> you can't make out who the fuck everyone is there's all these people like standing around like I feel like if my girlfriend was standing there by herself in the middle of a room and like 80% of her is not covered <laughs> in a mask I feel like I'd be able to pick her out yeah um, but then it is Nate. Not in Gossip Girl. <laughs> in Gossip Girl, people are just like, have no idea what anybody is. Everyone's running out like, Dan's talking to his sister when he thinks he's talking to Serena. <laughs> like, fucking uh, Nate's trying to get off with uh, Jenny as well. Jenny's doing all right out of all this. <laughs> um, well, one of those guys was her brother, so I don't know if we can say that's really yeah, her doing not. all right. Maybe not, actually. Um, but, and then we, so with, that's the thing, it keeps cutting between these two different parties. Uh, one of them is awesome, the Moroccan one. There's about five people there. Um, <laughs> but Rufus does that, like, I, I guess quite a chivalrous thing, but also quite a creepy. I just, it's because I'm from Rufus, I just feel like it's creepy. When it's he did, so creepy. When he kisses Lily. Yeah. Um, Lily's into it, though. Wow. Like, properly into it. She spent five episodes engineering ways to talk to him, so. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> um,. But I, I hate when Vanessa, uh, like when they get into the party and then this is like, the, Gossip Girl is really good at inventing situations that are shit, but also <laughs> explain those situations like really well. Because then when Vanessa comes back in the party, he's like, hey, guy, you know the person you helped me sneak in with? Well, I accidentally took her bag and now I have her keys. Have you seen her? And the guy literally just shrugs. He's just like, I don't care, love. Like, I absolutely don't care. And then, so Vanessa's like hanging out and like running around the party then. Um, and when she finally runs into Dan, she's like, but you hate this world. So do you. And it's like this really awful conversation. That's what I mean. The They're the same. It's too much. Yeah. yeah. They deserve each other, to be honest. Yeah. Well, like who cares 
Then there's a bit where, uh, so like Serena's is in this really weird shot where Dan's trying to explain everything to Vanessa. Serena's is in the background. You can see her face just sort of like, she does such good face acting and all of that because that must be such a horrible scene because you know everyone is watching your face. And just like, you can't say anything, so what do you do? And she did pretty good. Like a lot of the time, she looks like she's about to take a shit. Um, <laughs> Serena does, but she actually looked pretty good in this. Then, well, but, she was kind of blurred out as well, wasn't yeah, she? Yeah, like probably a helped. soft focus, uh, <laughs> Serena. Um, but I love the bit where Dan runs out and he just runs over to just, like a random ethnic girl and just like, hey, he's like, she's not even wearing the same clothes. Like <laughs> just like another it. ethnic girl you happen to pass and you assume is Vanessa. Fuck off, Dan. Fuck Dan. I've just written racist Dan. <laughs> <laughs> the, the really annoying thing is so like they part ways and they go and then when uh, when Dan gets back home, Vanessa's just waiting there and he, he, she's like, do you know what? It's cool. And just like they start having this conversation. It's like, if you had this conversation at the beginning of the episode, yeah. this episode would have been four minutes long. And like, stop breaking into his house. Yeah, stop <laughs> hanging out in his room like a like crazy stalker. Creepy. Stop breaking into his house. <laughs> Maybe stop uh, breaking into his house all the time. I went earlier, she was like, is it weird that I'm back? It's like, no, it's weird that you're in my house. <laughs> like, and I haven't seen you in months. And we haven't like exchanged emails or texts or yeah. anything in that time. It's so weird. Um, but I guess like Vanessa's going to be a bigger thing. But I, I guess they needed to establish Dan having somebody else to talk to other than his father. Yeah. Mm. Because Jenny's not going to be about that much anymore. Yeah. So I, but, but I also am not prepared to even entertain the sort of friction of Vanessa being like, Dan, this isn't your world, but you're acting like it's your world. It's like, I hope they get rid of that yeah. very quickly. And then just go, I know it's not my world, but ugh, I'm kind of into it, so just leave it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, I want that to be a conversation in the next episode. And it's like, Vanessa, you can't say the words, this isn't your world anymore. And if you ever say that, I'm going to launch you out the window. <laughs> out the window you just climbed in through. <laughs> um, but, yeah, at the end of the, all this, Jenny is absolutely still a gossip girl because she's involved in it now. She's snuck into a bunch of parties and I feel like that's what gossip girl will be doing. Scheming, scheming her way into shit constantly. <laughs> that was episode six, The Handmaiden's Tale. Hope you like it. If you did, then... If you did, then definitely subscribe to the podcast and why not pop a little rating and review on iTunes. It takes seconds and it properly helps us out. If you want to get in touch with us, we're on Twitter at GossipGirlPod and you can email us GossipGirlPod at gmail.com. Have you ever snuck into anything as successfully as Dan did? Or what do you think of couscous as a party food? Let us know. If you're watching along, the next episode is number seven, Victor Victrola, where everyone discovers burlesque for some reason. Blech.